0: your big book your pen your highlighter and notepad and get ready to hear and apply some of the solution from the big book of alcoholics anonymous through the experience strength and hope of nikki m to have a question addressed in a future episode of noodle it out with nikki please send an email to noodle at gmail.com and nikki is spelled with two k's to get a more interactive experience with nikki as she noodles out life and recovery questions using the big book of alcoholics anonymous You can get a link to her weekly Noodle It Out with Nikki meeting held live on Zoom every Monday morning at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. The information to that meeting is in the show notes of this podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all. My name is Justin B, and I am a son of an all-powerful and all-loving God and a qualifying addict of multiple fellowships, living in the miracle of recovery. What a miracle that is. And I'm here with the intelligent agent, spearhead of God's ever-advancing creation, and my co-host Nikki M. Nikki, tell us a little bit about what you've got going later today and and what you're looking forward to today.
1: Well, today's a holiday in Canada. It's I think we call it I want to say Canada Day. I always I was raised in America, and then i I've been here 30 years in Canada. But I just get like it's today, but it was July 4th in your country last month. I think it's Canada Day here. I know it's Caravan Weekend, which we celebrate. We have a lot of Car- uh, Caribbean people in in, uh, in Toronto, and from we've got maybe a million Americans up here jumping up in their costumes. It's a big it's a big holiday weekend. So I'm going to go to my friends. It's a little gloomy out, but they have an indoor pool. So any reason to, uh, she's going to cook me lunch. They are in program. We're going to talk God. I'm with my people. God is, whoa, God is great. Thank you for reminding me what I have planned after this.
0: Awesome. Love it. And I, and I wish you the best day and best connection with others today. Awesome. All right. I am the steward of the RICO 12 family of recovery resources and just want to talk very little about that. But Nikki, Noodle It Out with Nikki M is one of those resources that we do every week. Another one is a Big Book Roundtable podcast called RICO 12 Big Book Roundtable. The flagship is the RICO 12 speaker meeting where we have a live speaker meeting every week and and listen to somebody speak to us for about 25 minutes and ask questions of them for another 20, 25 minutes. And we also have the uh, Rico 12 Shares, which is a shares only open 24-7 recovery meeting where you can record a share, listen to other people's shares. It's a podcast. Check it out. And uh, just really excited about this. in in the Noodle It Out with Nikki M., we dive deep into the big book with everyday uh, situations, questions, uh, things that we encounter in our lives in our recovery and working with others and we we jump into the big book with as nikki uh, swims around through there and just really digs out some some nuggets there um and this is kind of a way that you can model use this as a model when you're working with sponsees when you're working with others and when you're living your life use these insights and and get into the doing that so grab your big book Grab a piece of paper, get ready to run around, make notes, and let's get into it. Nikki, today's question comes from something that I ran into this uh, this last week, and I've run into it many times, but uh, I had a sponsee uh, send me a message and he said, you know, I am so hyper-focused on not using or drinking or acting out that I'm insane and keep running into the obsession of using, drinking, or acting out. All I'm doing is focusing on not doing it. And I'm going insane because it, it. I'm just running into it all over the place. What, what does the big book say? What is your experience, strength, and hope, Nikki?
1: Okay, this is my favorite kind of person who is like a dry drunk is what we like to call. They're basically suffering. Everyone roll your book into page 52. And this is why they say in the long form of tradition three, not the short form. And I do like to read it and I'll read it real quick because everyone's like, well, what's Nikki talking about? Maybe, you know, Nikki and and Justin, it doesn't matter what we suffer from, alcohol, drugs, you know, what food, scrolling. I mean, you can name a, 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 oh God, a barrage of addictions, but it says our membership in AA ought to include all who suffer from alcoholism. See, I suffer from the family disease of alcoholism. So everyone's included here. So just because our friend put down their thing, they're suffering from the disease of alcoholism, not just alcohol or whatever their DOC, drug of choice is. So on page 52, it says, this person's having trouble with personal relationships. They can't control their emotional natures because they're only obsessing about their drug of choice. They're prey to misery and depression. They can't make a living. Maybe they go to work but they're certainly not doing anything productive there. We have a feeling of uselessness. We're full of fear. I'm obsessing about my drug of choice. I'm unhappy. I need my drug of choice. I can't be of real help to anyone. I need my drug of choice. See, these are the bedevilments. And then what happens, I have a line out here that goes right into a story on page page 428. And, And I want to talk about it because if this person stays here too long, It says, this is the window of opportunity story, fourth edition. This, this person that you're talking about, they're going to reach a crossroads. They're sober about six months. How about six years? I know a guy who was sober 15 years and they weren't getting any better. They contemplated suicide almost every day. I was in year four of the rooms, no big book, no solution. And I contemplated not only suicide, homicide, I was going to kill the man I love because he didn't want to be with me and he wanted to be with someone else. And it's not like a drug of choice where you can go get another brand. Like this was it for me. I was possessed and obsessed. My emotions swing between paralyzing despair and murderous rage. There it is. I want to kill you. Often in the space of a single moment, here's the person we're talking about, Justin. He's not happy, joyous, or free. He's miserable and he's sick of it. He's going to kill himself. And maybe this is also too. He might not kill himself. He'll just blot out the consciousness of his existence. I knew a guy, NA, 16 years sober. And he was in his apartment, literally jerking off every day, watching porn. That's not what God wants. That's not freedom, you guys. That's not what this program says. You don't stop to start something else. This is radical. So I'm going to roll us into page 100. See, assuming, it's the very bottom paragraph there, Justin, on page 100, everybody. Assuming this person is spiritually fit, he can do all sorts of things addicts aren't supposed to do. He could go anywhere, anywhere, anytime, Justin. This guy's not spiritually fit. He's just not drinking, not eating, not sw- scrolling, not, not having an affair anymore, Where, but he's thinking about her all the time. I mean, I know this. And it says right here, if you roll your eyes even up to page 100, it says, it is dependent upon his relationship with God, not on stop drinking. That's the very first top because if I look down, like where it says, remind the prospect on page 99, like so we can get to the beginning of the sentence, remind the guy, your prospect, your fellow, your people, that your recovery, your happiness is not dependent upon people, your drugs, your government, Nikki. You can be happy anywhere, anywhere. It's dependent upon your relationship with God. Go further down, remind him that you And the new person must walk day by day a path of spiritual progress. You're not perfect, but you've got to do more. So go deeper with him. Is he working a 12-step program? First question I asked someone on Noodle today, are you sponsoring? Answer was no. Well, boom. There's nothing more to talk about. This is a 12-step program, not a stop drinking, stop doing all these things that we should not mention, not only in the rooms, but on, on a podcast. Because people don't need, we. you need to know out there, this is Justin and I. This is our moral. It doesn't say action defects. It says Justin and I have made a searching and fearless moral. And I know Justin and Justin knows me, so I can just say what our moral defects are. False pride, arrogance, self-loathing, rude, suspicious, envious, selfish, self-seeking, dishonest, inconsiderate, greedy, lustful, hate. Am I, am I about right, Justin? Lazy.
0: Yeah. Make sure you put lazy and procrastination in there for me. Yep.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'll put a, I'll put a double check. I have sloth. I mean, the deadly sin. There we go. Impatient. That's what we share in the rooms. You don't need to know uh, what I do. That's with a trusted servant. Talk to the right person because the rooms aren't safe. People aren't safe. Why are you going to tell your untreated mother Come on, wake yourself up, people. So, assuming your guy's spiritually fit, he can go anywhere. And then, if I look at page one hundred, sorry, one oh one, just roll your eyes across. See, we meet these conditions every day. What condition? Well, let's just say this guy's an alcoholic, and he and he and he's out there, and he's like, oh, well, there's hot chicks with with. I'm at Hooters. There's a Hooters around the corner, and they're serving beer and wings. And I'm I I I love food and women and and out and beer. And a shot to go with him. I mean, he's he's a hot mess. We meet these conditions every day. I live in downtown Toronto. I mean, it's Sodom and Gomorrah right now. An addict who cannot meet them still has an addict mind. So remind your sponsees, everyone, this is in your mind. Page 23, the disease centers in your mind rather than in your body. So what do you need to do? You need to obsess about something. Oh, Nikki's going to talk about the four obsessions again. Oh, God, Nikki, I'm so sick. Well, I got to remind you, we got to wake each other up every day. I have an obsessive mind. I must obsess about something. Here it is. I need to obsess about gratitude. What page is that on? Page 119. When resentful thoughts come, lie out. when any thoughts come. When the thought of cocaine comes, when the thought of food comes, when the thought of her when the thought of how my government held me hostage for three years comes. I'm to pause. Pause land. Oh, everything's lovely in pause land, everybody. So beautiful there. It's it's heaven on earth. And then I count my blessings. And then I I get into the reality. Nikki, no one's dead. Then you're going to have real problems. That's number one. I have a sponsor who says, honey, no one's dead. And if they are, then you can call me. (laughs) It's literally that serious. Otherwise, get to God. Get to God, get to taking action. So I pause and I obsess about my blessings. Then number two, our job is to be helpful. Is what you're thinking helpful, everybody? You're thinking about your drug of choice. That's not helpful. Why don't you go think about someone besides yourself, you selfish and self-centered, lazy sloth of a human, Nikki. So, well, that's what the book says. It says a little kinder. But I got to wake people up because they're dying. And they're grown adults. So your job is to be helpful. And if you don't know why you have to be helpful, because it says that on page 102, but it says on page 77 that your purpose is to serve God's people. That's your purpose. You got to get serious about God and then God gets serious about you. Don't get serious about obsessing about your children becoming that brain surgeon you always wanted them to be. Why are you even looking at them? God has a plan for them. You don't know the blueprint for everyone's life. You don't know the blueprint for your children. You don't know the blueprint for yourself because if you did, you'd run away and bury your head in the sand because the blueprint says it's filled with warnings. There's certain trials and low spots ahead is what our blueprint, the big book says, what our design for living says. There's certain trials and low spots ahead. So if you're going to sit and obsess about him, her, the alcohol, your need to be right, that food, that Pineapple upside down cake that my neighbor made last night at the party was awesome. I can't think about it today. You ate your piece, Nikki. Let move on.
0: Hmm. Love it. So, so you talked about you know the four obsessions. You hit on gratitude and helpful. Did I miss a couple of them in there?
1: Yeah, you miss love and tolerance. Is our oh, poem, page eighty four? Yeah, these are the four things you want to obsess about. Is your gratitude? I'm, you have to be grateful, young people. AF. If you're old and you're going what. AF ask your ask one of the people who knows all those acronyms so you've got to be grateful AF all the time you've got to help others I mean people in the back it's called a servant and it says love and tolerance is our code you know Nikki and Justin sound like they're in a cult Ah, cult of love <laughs> cult of tolerance
0: I uh, love it love it love it all right so um, with that um, and I, I love how you dove into the well, I the tenth step promises when I'm spiritually fit, I can do all sorts of things that uh, that others can't do. What are some examples that I might be able to use with uh, you know with with those that I work with or in real life? Uh, actually, I heard someone share some tenth step promises, uh, being able to do some things that they weren't able to do this morning in the noodle it out with Nikki meeting. Uh, talk to us about uh, your experience with with when I am spiritually fit, I can do all sorts of things that I couldn't do if I was an active addiction.
1: Well, I mean, since it's, I I share my life with everybody. So it's not, it's like I worship men and money. So I'm a praying mantis straight up. Like it's not like, and everyone's like, oh, well, now if I ever go around Nikki, I better hold my husband's tighter. I don't do that anymore. I don't even look at your husband. He's a child of God. I've been reborn. I've been reborn. I look at men like children of God, full stop. I can go anywhere anywhere. What's another thing? Um, I mean, you name it. How about, how about my fear of even flying? Yeah. I mean, this is God's joke. It's like, I want van life. Okay. I'm like, I need a little van and I want a little camper. And I just want to like how those, you know, those things you look out and they're just looking at the ocean just looks all great. Uh, God gave me a guy in Luxembourg. I have to fly there and he doesn't drive a van. Okay. He drives whatever they drive in Luxembourg, new cars, weird. And you know what? My fear of flying has been removed because I trust God. If I drop dead, oh, well, how about that? Because I was afraid to die. I worship money. And it was like, I didn't spend eight years as a burlesque entertainer spinning around a a pole. So when I die, my daughter, see, this is how my mind goes, fantasy addiction. I'll die my son will marry some girl who uses them for my money. You, you understand, like, you're dead. Why are you trying to control your money from the grave? But I worship money. So what did I do? Well, I wrote an ironclad will. I was responsible and accountable. I have a 30-year-old daughter and a 19-year-old son. I put everything in trust. I got someone I'm responsible for to be my power of attorney. So if I die, oh well. And because I love God so much, I'm not afraid of those things. So I can go anywhere, anytime. Does that mean I'm standing in front of a subway going, hey, Russian roulette? No. It means I'm being responsible and accountable. That means I travel a lot. I need to make sure that everything's organized. You understand. Before it was a fear like, I can't travel. What happens if something happens to me? Don't you know I have? No. It's like, these fears have been removed. How about this? I'm afraid of what Justin might think about me if I tell the truth. And right now, I, I don't I don't care because I'm sharing my experience, strength and hope and, and how I tapped a source of power, how I can walk free anywhere, anytime. How about this? I lost my job in COVID from, um, my whole department did. It wasn't had to do anything with the vaccinations. It was like, I lost my job in COVID. My entire department did. And when my mom looked at me and said, and everyone's heard the story, what's going to happen? And I love money. And I had a mortgage in downtown Toronto. What's going to, I looked at her and I said, God, now I'm going to be 50. I haven't worked since then. I do have a little part-time job that my sponsee gave me at his comedy club where I can insult people and get paid to do it. I'm just, I'm just, I just the barmaid. I don't like, I not like I'm a comedian, everyone. No, you're not going to see a show, but I need grocery money. Other than that though, imagine a job that I say, excuse me, Joe, I'm going away for two months. Luxembourg's like, cool. Get someone to cover your shift. Like, what is that about? And then I don't have a real job. I work 12 hours a week. My mortgage is paid off. I trust God. No fear of money. I Oh, 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 oh no. God will take care of everything. That's a radical place to be. When I had, how about this, Justin? When I didn't get vaccinated and my boyfriend and I chose not to follow the mandates, we couldn't see each other for two and a half years and I would get into my plans and designs. You're a young guy, beautiful guy, go meet some young, beautiful, young European woman, leave me alone, it's cool. We sat apart. It says it on one of these podcasts. Well, I'm going, how did that happen? Like I just sat still and worked for God. I didn't start getting weird. I didn't start rent. I looked into renting a private plane that was $70,000. I got really weird. And I said, no, Nikki, you just got to trust God. Because it says it's not an overnight matter. It must continue for my lifetime. It says God's going to do for me what I cannot do for myself. It says I'm going to be reborn. It actually says that when I take a sincere position, all sorts of remarkable things will happen. You know, Justin, like I said, I I can't believe my life. How did this happen to me? I moved to Canada with nothing. I'm going to write another book where, you know, I'm in the process of we're doing projects, other RICO projects. I won't drop the balls here, the beans here, but I need to write a book. It's called I Moved to Canada with a Car Seat, a Red Dress, Leaky Boobs, and a Baby, and all my dreams came true. Like, how does that happen? How did? And I threw my life into the ground. I threw my kid away for my drug of choice my son. I mean, and God still used me. See, God can use the worst of us. There's a little bit of good in all of us and a little bit of bad. That's cool. I don't need to, it says we must be hard on ourselves. I was wrong. I can do better. That's all. I'm a piece of shit. I'm no good. No, Nikki, you're the intelligent agent spirit of God's ever advancing creation and you can perform his work well, not perfect. So this is really serious stuff. When I got serious about God, God got serious about me. And what's cool if you're listening and Justin, you maybe you might want to talk about that as you close up and you probably have some thoughts, which is you get to pick your God here. I picked a loving, it says it proved to be a loving, all powerful hand of God. And it is. And I can, I'm not, I'm going to seek God, not Mm -hmm. seek a man, not seek money, not seek a drug of choice not seek my need to be right i'm going to seek love patience tolerance understanding responsibility being active as you said we're sloths. thoughts hmm. my friend
0: yeah you know um you talked a lot about shifting focus there i mean that that's that's the message i got out of it you know the the initial question was i'm focusing so much on my drug of choice that i'm you know stumbling into it and you talked about I need to shift my focus to God whatever God is to me whether it's you know love gratitude whatever it may be um I need to shift my focus away from that drug of choice because when my focus is on that drug of choice guess what that is my God even if it's i can't I can't do this but if I'm just sitting there focused on it that drug of choice is my God I need to t- shift away from I can't do this too here's what i can do. And here's what the potential reward is from doing this. I'm going to focus on, on, on serving others. And as that happens, I get uh, paid back in, you know, tenfold. Um, Thank you for sharing your experience with that. Or any other final thoughts based on that before we close up here?
1: When you said, see, I can hear a word and then I hear it in the big book. You said the word focus. So everybody, you want to know how, like, how does Nikki know the book? I remember where the word focus is. And I'm hey. I My highest education is from the School of Hard Knocks. My highest education is I have a PhD from the School of Hard Knocks, okay? So here it is, page 419, and it's the second paragraph. And I like this. It says, I can do the same thing with an AA meeting. The more I focus on its defects, the late start, the long logs, the cigarette smokes, the awful people, the worse the meeting becomes. But when I try to see what I can add to the meeting, when I try and see what I can add to life rather than what I can get out of life, when I focus my mind on what's good about it, what's good about the people, what's good about my life, what's good about my government, what was good about COVID, Nikki, what was good about a two and a half year break from your man so you could learn how to love God more so you could present as a wife rather than what's wrong with it, the meeting, my life, the human race keeps getting better and better. Justin, when I focus on what's good today, I have a good day. I'm gonna go swimming. When I focus on what's bad, well, the weather, I wanted to go outside, not indoors. Okay, fine. I have a bad day. When I focus on a problem, the problem increases. And if I focus on the answer, the answer increases. That's page 419. And then I'm gonna go here one more time too, because we talked about worshiping. Oh, well, worshiping the drug of choice, whatever it may be. Some of us worship our children. Some of our, we worship ourselves. And here it is, page 54. We found too that we, I put Nikki found too that Nikki had been worshipers. What a state of mental goose flesh that used to bring on Oh, you know, your mouth starts to salivate, your body gets sweaty, you start to get all pulsating in places you shouldn't. Had we not vi- variously, had we not variously worshipped people, big yes, sediment line out yes, things. Yeah, I, I worship things, money. I'm a retired stripper. I worship money and myself. I'm only thinking about myself. My line out says, worship God. Worship the spiritual principles, everybody. Get a big God and worship that. Because it, it's it's limitless expansion here. When you tell the mountain to move, it moves. And I have power. Justin, I tapped a source of power. When I use that power, some people know me, it can go real AWOL when I use it for, for, for the bad. <laughs> but when I use it for the greater good, uh, you know my line. Come on, just miracles. Boom. <laughs>
0: uh love it Nikki. You know I think I'm going to close this up with this this basic phrase and idea. When I focus on the problem, I start worshiping the program, the problem. When I focus on the solution, my worship is turned to something that is real, that is not counterfeit, that is um, eternal, that is not just hey a quick 30 second solution here, or you know, quick two hour solution. This is a, a lifelong solution. And when I'm focused on that and I worship that, um, life becomes real, life becomes good, life becomes not easy, but life becomes worth it and meaningful. And I think that for me is my focus. I want life to be meaningful. And when I yeah. focus on meaning, meaning happens. Thanks for your time, Nikki. Everybody keep coming back. It works when I work it. So work it, you are worth it.